Welcome to episode number 65 of Nurses Living the Good Life. My name's Anne Conkley. I'm a certified nurse midwife and a certified life and business coach, and I'm so glad that you're here. In this week's episode, I'm talking with Sarah Schultz, who is an NP and the co-owner at Clark and Schultz NP Practice. And in her private practice, she is uh, providing mental health services, and they're trying to close the gap in mental health resources in their community. So, but what's fascinating about Sarah is that in the course of a year, she has built a really exciting and um, fantastic business. Um, and she even says, and you'll hear on the podcast, that she says that this is not, not something that she had planned for. And she really didn't think she was going to be a private practice owner, but, um, but several steps led her in that direction. And it really all started with a very late night, uh, decision, uh, while she was, you know, up breastfeeding and on the internet scrolling is if you've ever been a breastfeeding mom, you know, exactly, or a breastfeeding human, you know, exactly how that goes. So, um, so tune in. This is a great conversation. If you've ever thought about private practice and you thought it wasn't for you or that, you know, it just wasn't something that you were interested in doing. Sarah is a great example of what can happen in a very, very short amount of time, less than a year, um, and how really you can reinvent, you know, what you're doing, not only with private practice, but also with the other endeavors that she has and the multiple types of revenue that she has coming in to support, you know, herself and her family and uh, her community. So, so tune in. This is a great episode, and um, and welcome, Sarah. Hi, welcome. Hi, Sarah. I'm so glad that you're here today, um, and I look forward to talking about this. But let's let's dive right in. Um, I would love if you would start by introducing yourself and telling people in our community about a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm Sarah. I am a nurse practitioner. I've been in nursing uh, for 12 years. Eight of those have been as an NP. Um, I'm a pediatric NP by certification. So, um, kids are my passion and, um, currently I, co-own a private practice for mental health services. Um, and I do medical content writing on the side. Um, and I am a mother of three sons, so I'm busy. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, my, I have two boys here. They're, um, 13 and 10 and it's an interesting age. How, how old are your children? Are they in the same age or, uh, yes, they're young. They are, um, two, five and seven. Got it. Okay. All right. So you still have one at home. Good for you. Yeah. That's a, yes. that's a, it's an interesting time before they are all off to school. Yeah. 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 It's um, a testosterone field circus. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that goes. Um, okay. All right. And you forgot to mention, I'm a, I'm going to pull it out. You're a course creator too. Yes, that is, that is correct. I, um, have a course to actually help other nurses learn how to write content, um, for medical companies and, um, make money as a side gig for that. And what's the name of your course? It's called the keyboard clinician. And how would, um, how would people find it out of curiosity? Where is it? Mm -hmm. It's on Thinkific. Um, and I can, uh, get you a link for it. We'll put the link in the show notes. That's perfect. Okay. All right. That's good. Let's dive in and talk about, um, first and foremost, so your PMP specializing in, in mental health, and um, let's talk about your private practice. So your private practice is a couple days a week. This is a new venture for you. You said you started it in January and tell me why you left um, a, the, the model, you know, prior to this that you were in. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I 
am partnered with another nurse practitioner um, who actually has older children, but we, we were working um, at a mental health facility, a larger corporation together and liked our jobs, liked the day-to-day work um, and our connection with patients. Uh, but it was a consistent issue for both of us, just sort of being part of the, the corporate wheel and, um, you know, being overworked, underpaid, just that general feeling of discontent um, of, of maybe not having time or the ability to take off to be there, you know, for kids. Um, her kids are older, but it's still important for her to be, um, home, you know, especially if her husband had to be out of town or things like that. And we both just were kind of chronically frustrated by that need to work. Like you don't have children be a mother, like you don't have a job. Um, and it was, it was just something we sort of talked about enough that one day we finally were like, let's just do it. And so we broke out onto our own. Um, and now we are our own bosses and we're able to um, have that balance that we were searching for because both of us feel strongly that you can be a valuable part of the workforce without being a warm body there 40 hours a week. And it's not something that we feel like a lot of employers share. Um, and so my husband was very supportive and he's like, you can't, you consistently can't find someone that shares those values. So why don't you make what you're looking for? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you had, it sounds like decent support from your partner to go out and start something. Yeah. Okay. This is, but your private practice in January was not your first kind of dipping of your toes into entrepreneurship, correct? Correct. Yes. So I've been doing medical content writing on the side for, I guess, five years now. Um, And that was sort of my first venture into how can I um, make money in a different way? That's not, that's not just clinic nursing, you know, eight to five or 12 hour shifts, things like that. So what was, how did you get started in medical uh, writing, content writing? Um, I feel like it was a a late night venture on the internet. Um, Mm -hmm. I had, I had two kids at the time I had, uh, and my, my youngest was one. And so I was um, feeling that frustration of, you know, wanting to be home with the kids, um, but needing to make money and liking my job. You know, I, I didn't want to be a stay at home mother. I liked, um, I like being a nurse practitioner. I like helping people, but I was not getting the balance that felt right to me. And I was wanting to cut back a little bit at work, but then, you know, there's the challenge of, we still need to have this sort of income. And so just one of those internet searches of what can I do as a nurse from home? Um, I, I didn't really want to commit more time to, you know, oh, I'll pick up convenient care shifts or things like that. I wanted it to be sort of asynchronous. I didn't want it to be another time commitment. Um, And I came across a um, continuing ed company for nurses that was looking for someone to write a course about influenza, just seasonal flu. Um, They were offering like $500 for it. And so I sent a message back and they got right back to me, liked my credentials, And within two weeks, I had written the course for them and had 500 bucks deposited in my bank account. (laughs) Uh, When, when? Yeah. Yeah. It sort of snowballed from there. So um, when I, I think it's amazing. And I think you just highlighted something that so many people who are probably listening are thinking about, which is that, and it's the same way that I got started, which was, I was on the, the internet looking up you know, what, uh, alternative medical careers for nurses. And then I was like, well, there's not a lot, like I could, I wasn't getting a lot of hits there. And then I was like, how about alternative medicine or medical careers for doctors? And that came up with a lot more content and, um, and just, you know, ideas and stuff. But I think that's how a lot of people are. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So, so you write this, um, was it a course or an article for them? It was a course. So it was worth two um, CEU hours for any nurse that took it. So you, so 
and I, before we go on, I just want to point something out because here's what's so interesting. We have a lot of people who come into um, my program who, and a lot of people probably in the side hustles for Facebook group who are like, you know, it's really like, I don't know how to write a course. Well, friends, I just team, I just want you to have a, a, a moment of understanding here that you could pay someone. And uh, Sarah, I'm sure that just like you, there are many other NPs and healthcare professionals who are on sites like Fiverr, Upwork, LinkedIn, who have some posted, you know, either resumes or skill sets. And you could hire someone like Sarah to write a course for you for $500, which yeah. by the way is a steal, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, I mean, yeah. Now I, mean, I, now I charge more than that, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Perfect. But isn't that, I mean, like I, we get a lot of that, but I don't know how to write a course. Well, what's so interesting is that you actually don't have to know how you could mm-hmm. just be the facilitator of the process and hire someone to, to do the process for you, which is amazing. Absolutely. I actually have one of my, um, one of my regular clients is another nurse and she does just that. She writes some of the content, but she finds, she just has a list of clients and she finds the work and then she subcontracts it out. And yeah. so I, I write as a subcontractor for her. I love that model personally. I, I think it's fascinating and it's interesting. Sadie Glisson, who we just had on here, the remote nurse, you know, she puts together this huge repository of, um, all remote positions, right? I mean, she's got like this huge platform of all of the remote positions that are out there. And, um, but she was talking about, she's like, I'm just the, I'm not doing the remote work, but I'm the person who puts it together and, you know, gives it out to the people so that they can, you know, connect with the jobs, which I think is fantastic, right? Like that's, it's such an interesting thing. Like you don't have to be the one who does all the work. And to me, that's so true to nursing too. It's just the coordinator of things, you know, that's a nursing skill. I, I think you are, I think you're totally right. Right. Like it's like th- that piece of case management or like care coordination or like that a lot of us, especially for a lot of our strategic thinkers are really good at. And the ones who are really good at process mapping and, you know, making sure that you could get from, they don't know about influenza to, they now know about influenza and walking them along that journey of all the things they need to know. A lot of people that's relatively easy peasy. Um, but they might not necessarily want to deal with all of the, like, how do I put it on Thinkific and how do I do sales and how do I market it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so how many clients then do you maintain for your medical content writing? Um, it varies. So I, I have a lot of regulars. I would say I have four or five regulars that, you know, every couple of months they've got a project for me. Um, and then I have people that come, come and go. They're kind of one-time um, clients and, I don't have anyone right now in the past. I've had people where it's like an ongoing, like one year project and it's just consistent. Um, but at any given time, I would say I probably have four or five things going. And then do you charge them a retainer, like on a monthly basis or just do a standard hourly rate? And that includes all of your kind of time and effort and materials and stuff. Um, it depends on the client. I usually kind of defer to their preference. I have a standard that I, that I like to do like for the size of project or hourly. And I sort of let them choose. It's, it's about 50, 50. Some people like to pay me just based on my time. Um, and then some people are, they like to pay me based on this is the project. It takes you as long or as little as it takes you. And this is what we'll pay you. Got it. Okay. Um, how long did it take you where you felt some, you had some consistency with it in terms of like where the revenue or the cash flow is a little bit more predictable or, and I don't, is it actually predictable now? 
So I wouldn't say it's predictable from month to month. It's never steady. It's kind of feast or famine, but I feel like for the year as a whole, it's pretty consistent. Um, so this time of year is actually pretty busy. Most companies have their budgets reset in January. And so then everybody's got new projects. We need this, this, and this, and they reach out and they've got a lot of things. So the first quarter is always great. Um, usually by the end of the year, I feel like a lot of people have slowed down or they're wrapping things up. They're not starting new projects. So that can be a little bit slower, but as a whole for the year, it's pretty consistent um, year to year. Uh, but I would, it, it took off quickly though. I feel like once I learned how to find the clients and how to market myself, and I had a couple projects under my belt as like samples to provide to people, I would say within three months, I was writing very consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, tell, would you be willing to share? And, and if not, it's okay. But out of curiosity, what, what's possible over your, uh, of work for you in terms of this being a side hustle, not your, your private practice, like what kind of income do you, gen- revenue do you create for yourself in your business of content writing? So it's not something that is going to replace, you know, my clinic job. Um, but it's, it's really nice, just sort of extra money to have. I I've been doing this for five years and I would say pretty consistently, I make between 15 and $20,000 a year, writing about five hours, sometimes more, maybe 10 hours, um, just in the evenings after my kids go to bed five hours a week. Yeah. That's amazing. So one hour a day. Yeah. Usually. (laughs) Yeah. one, uh, One hour a day for roughly 15 to 20 grand at the end of the year. I mean, it's not a bad payoff, right? It's not at all. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. And it's not um, those little extra things, you know, do you want to take a, another vacation? You want to remodel the kitchen, like things that, and that's, that's sort of how it grew for us at first. It was, it was like, Oh, this is great. You know, um, just extra little things. I was eventually, when I first started doing it within the first year, I was able to cut back one day a week at work, which was nice. It afforded me that balance I was looking for. So I was, then I was just working, um, three days a week in the clinic, which was great. Um, we had another baby, you know, it just, it provided some security that, that I didn't have before. Yeah. Um, when you thought of, did you ever think that you were going to be a side hustle person or an entrepreneur? No, not at all. No, <laughs> not a word that I associate with myself, but then just sort of reviewing the things that I have going right now with you. Like, I, I guess I'm an entrepreneur. It doesn't, I, I don't know. I just think of myself as a nurse. It's not but I guess they go hand in hand. <laughs> I think they do. Cause I mean, I, the crux of it, I always think like the crux of it is just being a, someone who finds solutions, which is what nurses do all the time. Like we're solution finders and we, we help, we do find solutions and we help people and that's what you're truth. doing, right. That's what entrepreneurs do. We find solutions and we help people, right. We make offers. So, um, so I think it's a skill set that very often goes hand in hand. Um, okay. So you have medical content writing, you've got a couple days of private practice every week. Um, you've got medical content writing that you do. And then this online course, tell us about the online course. Why did you create it? And what's it about? Mm -hmm. So I'm in a couple of Facebook groups. Um, one of them being yours, that's just for nurses looking for alternative things or better balance or they're burned out. Um, and a frequent thing that people ask is like, what can I do? That's not convenient care. And it's just echoing all the questions that I had when, when I was, you know, late night Googling while breastfeeding a baby, like, you know, what can I do? Um, that's not in the clinic or the hospital. And I just saw those questions repeatedly. And so I would comment on them, you know, you should try this, try this. Cause 
as a nurse, I want to help people. I want to help those other moms that I see with their kids and they want to be at home or just whatever balance they're searching for. Um, and then it got to be overwhelming, just the amount of questions that I was answering on Facebook messenger and having the same conversation over and over again and again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, if only there was a place where I could just consolidate all this information and answer all of the questions. And so I had spent a lot of time making that content for other people and was like, you know what, I know how to do this. And so I made a course um, of my own that goes through the process of how to write medical content, how to find the jobs, market yourself and things like that. And so it's on Thinkific. Okay. Um, and how do you, out of curiosity, do you like Thinkific as a platform? Just, we have a handful of people who come in here and do course creation. I use Kajabi cause I like it. I've used teach, um, uh, what did I use before Kajabi? I used, um, mighty networks before then for, as a course platform and didn't like it as much switched over to Kajabi. What do you think about Thinkific? I like Thinkific. I don't feel that I can speak very strongly to how it compares to others because I, it's the only one I've ever used, but it was okay. It was user-friendly to put it together. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when, all right, so you've got the online course and tell me the name of the online course again. Mm -hmm. It's called the keyboard clinician, the keyboard clinician. And, um, this is specifically for people who are, they want to write or they want to what they want to, they want some freedom and flexibility. Right. And they want a little mm -hmm. bit extra income, but they're going to use the skill. These are the people who probably they like to write a little bit or, they're the people who like to create things or edit or like, who's your target audience then on there? Yeah. So nurses and nurse practitioners. And that's, that's one of the, I guess, myths that I address in there is that you have to be good at writing or, or things like that. It's really talking about how as a nurse, you already have those skills. You already know how to teach, how to synthesize information. Maybe it's been a long time since you've actually written a paper and you feel rusty in that department. But as for drawing information from reputable sources and putting it together in a format that people can understand, nurses already know how to do that. It's not something you have to be afraid of because most of the people that I talked to would get very excited in the beginning and have so many questions. And this is something I want to do. This sounds like a solution that might work for me. And then by the end, they get scared and they talk themselves out of it. But it's really, I think if you can overcome that fear, it's a very accessible option for anyone with a nursing background. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about um, kind of the future for you? What's it look like over the next couple of years with, do you like the, the balance that you've created? Cause it sounds like you've created something that works for you. What does it, what does it look like two, three, five years down the road? That's a good question. <laughs> and it's one that's sort of, I think always evolving. So a year ago, I would not even have seen myself, you know, with this private practice that I have. So um, as of now, I feel like I've got this nice balance. I feel like I'm I'm enjoying my um, clinic work. I feel like I've got, um, you know, that added financial security of doing the content writing and I've got regular clients. It's something that just sort of fits into my weekly routine now is, is writing um, on the side. And so I think that I'll continue with it, you know, unless unless things get really busy with this clinic job. Um and I like the balance that I've got with my kids, you know, they're going to get older and go to school. So I think when they're all in school, I will probably be able to work more, um, in the clinic, but for now, for the next couple of years, it feels, it feels like a good balance for the time being. So is this your version of living the good life? Are we missing anything? I don't think so. I think, I think that it is, it does feel like the good life to me because I feel like I am, I'm working, um, 
I'm, I'm enjoying what I do and I don't feel stressed at the end of the day, trying to fit it all in. You know, of course there are days where, you know, it's, it's overwhelming, but I would say as a whole, I feel like I'm able to be there for my family as much as I would like to be. I'm there for my patients and I'm enjoying what I do. I don't feel that, that burnout or that sense of urgency to find something different that I've definitely felt before. Mm-hmm. And then tell me if we can go way back. Cause you kind of mentioned it a little bit and then our, and nurses living the good life. We talk a lot about outsmarting our brains and in this process of really knowing kind of how to manage our minds and use really powerful thinking to help create new results, just like you've done. And so I'm curious, what was the thought that I know it sounds like, you know, you're like late night breastfeeding, looking for something else, but what was the thought that drove you to start searching and to actually do something? Cause a lot of people, as you know, search, right. And they'll look up, they'll Google shit and mm-hmm. try to figure it out. And then they don't necessarily take the action. So what was the thought that really drove you to say like, oh, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to send out my first email. I'm going to like submit this proposal. What was it? Mm -hmm. So there's this quote um, from Sheryl Sandberg and it's that careers are a jungle gym, not a ladder. And I, that just speaks to me so much because I feel like sometimes there's this idea that it has to be linear. It has to be that if you switch jobs or you change what you're doing, it has to be more money, bigger position, more hours, you know, something that is just purely career focused and moving in this sort of linear forward motion. But that idea that it's, it's a jungle gym, it's, it's not linear. You can go sideways, you can go down, you can go all around, you know, it can be whatever order it's going to look different for every person that really spoke to me in that I don't have to just keep looking for jobs that seem like it's advancing my career. I can do something that feels like it's advancing my life towards what I want it to be. Ooh, I like that. So it's not necessarily advancing my career. It's advancing my life. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so that's what you thought. And then you were like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go do that. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I've, I've sat here and looked at this stuff online enough times. I it's, it's not going to change unless I take some sort of action. And did you know, like, did you have a kind of an understanding or passion for writing enough so that you were like, I could do this? Or was it kind of like, no, I like to do this. And this sounds like kind of interesting to me. And so I'm willing to just try it. I think I liked writing. I do always remember, um, I would rather write a paper than take a test in college. Like I, I always remember that, but I, funnily enough, I remember saying like, oh, I wish the one would like pay me to write these papers. It would be so much easier. <laughs> And now I get paid to write the papers. <laughs> and now you get paid to write the papers. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay. And do you ever, um, do you market yourself to the, you know, advanced practice nurse who wants to start an online course and who maybe doesn't like has a great idea, but doesn't necessarily want to do all of the schlepping through Thinkific to build the course. Is that something that you would contract out? Um, I have not done that, but I definitely, it's something that I could do. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's in my, it's within my abilities, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. It's a jungle gym. We could use a jungle gym approach here. Yeah. Um, okay, good. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Um, okay. Tell me, um, for somebody who's getting started and who's just thinking about it, may have some self-doubts or just not, you know, have enough certainty or, um, conviction that what they have could be useful and make 15 to 20 grand a year. What would you, and I think you gave it with the, the jungle gym, um, uh, saying, but 
what would you recommend to them? Um, or what would you love to have known before you got started that could have helped you? I think it's low risk. You know, you don't have to quit your current job, but you can kind of get into it slowly. Um, you don't have to dive in with both feet. You know, if you want to try it out and write something here or there and see what you think, I, I think that you're able to do that without risking like, Oh, it's, it's not like taking a whole new job where you're like, what if I don't like it? Or the commute is too long or this or that. Like it's, it's a very low risk sort of thing, but the reward potential is, is limitless. Cause you can take it as far as you want. You know, people, there are some people that write far more than I do and you, you can, um, make more of a full-time thing out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever thought about bringing somebody on to do more of the writing and to then take a cut off of it? Kind of like the setup that the one RN who hires you to do the courses. I I have not. I think, I think maybe I've been afraid to try that, but it's something that's crossed my mind before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's fantastic. This is great. If people want to find you, we'll put the link for your course in the show notes for sure, but people want to find you because they have questions um, or they want to reach out to you directly. What's the best way for them to find you? Um, I would say either Facebook messenger or, or just my email. I can give you the email for my, um, for my clinic as well. Okay, good. We'll put that in the show notes as well. And we'll also have a link to your clinic. What's the name of your private practice? Mm-hmm. It's Clark and Schulz NP practice. Clark and Schulz NP practice. Okay. Um, we'll put a link to that in the bio as well. So people, um, can maybe reach out if they want to see, but I think you're a, a fantastic example and you, you said it, which is that number one, it's low risk. You, we don't have to throw away the farm and like restart from zero, which is great. Right. It's not like we're, um, you know, quitting everything today and then in building. And I love that just you, you know, a journey over five years, which is at first it's, well, I have the skill set. I can use it. Let me see what I can do with it. And that turns into, uh, over five years, 15 to 20 grand in revenue over the course of the year. And what sounds like, uh, a business that you like number, right. More importantly, that doesn't, you know, that feels like it's a skill set that you have and, and a way to make money. And then that turns into, well, let me just, a lot of people are asking me these questions. So let me just put together a course on Thinkific for it. And you have that set up. And then I wonder if that's kind of what prompted you, you and your colleague to say, like, not quite the system for us, like, you know, the hell with it. We, we can do probably do it better and, um, do it without all the corporate bullshit and do it in a way that really makes sense for us based on where we are in our lives and the kind of lives that we want to make. And I, it's, it's an interesting progression. So I think what I've gleaned from your story is look over five years, a lot can happen. I think the saying is we often, uh, overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can do in three years. Right. So that right. Five years is a huge, is a time span where you've systematically gone through, you know, um, uh, bringing new opportunities into your life, making, creating new results for yourself, um, and doing it in a way ultimately that leads to you having a life that you like, and that Mm -hmm. works for you, you know, your good life, which I think is, is amazing. So I love that you shared it. It's been a joy to hear you. There's, I no doubt somebody is probably going to go search, you know, either search up your course or, um, uh, or be so inclined to say, you know, I kind of like to write, maybe I could do some content editing for like some of these, mm-hmm. you know, people. And there are so many of them. I always take a peek too. I don't know if you ever, um, uh, look, but you know, 
between Upwork and Fiverr, there are oh, always yeah. people looking for medical, for people who have medical knowledge, who can write like there, yes. there's no shortage of job postings for like, can you write something on this? I mean, it's fascinating. Yeah. And the thing is, there's so many people out there with these ideas. They're making a product, they're making a course, you know, whatever. And they have the tech knowledge or the money to back. It's it's like a startup. They don't have the medical knowledge and they can't fake their way through that. And so that's where they have to have nurses and NPs and doctors and whoever else to write the content. Yeah, I'd love it. And then that's a perfect solution for us, right? Like we can very easily fill that gap and 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 make some money doing it too, which is, you know, fantastic, right? Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So everybody go and find Sarah and um, we will put the links in the show notes. Go check those out. And, um, you know, if it's possible for Sarah, if it's possible for me with online courses and building programs, it's possible for you too. And that's that's kind of a, a good message, I think, to know. Um, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I so appreciate you being here. Yeah, thank you so much. Hey, if you're ready to live the good life, I want to invite you to join Nurses Living the Good Life, my group coaching program for women advanced practice nurses, where you're going to learn how to do good work in the world and do well for yourself using my proven formula, a coach approach. Best part, it's risk-free. You're either going to learn how to create your version of the good life or I'll give you your money back. Just head over to www.nurseslivingthegoodlife.com and we'll see you inside.